Shots Made Yesterday podcast, a podcast for tomorrow. I'm Justin, and I'm here to talk about those memories for tomorrow. Hello, everybody, and I'm joined today by Amanda Tamborello from the Kentucky Castle. She is one of the event coordinators out there, and I was able to take my wife and son for the very first time to the Kentucky Castle uh, er, earlier in July, and we had a blast. And I reached out, Amanda agreed to come on, and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you again, Amanda, for coming on today. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm glad to be here. One of my first questions for you is really just, you're one of the event coordinators, so what got you into being an event coordinator? And then how did you get to be with the Kentucky Castle? Uh, I'm actually kind of new at the castle. They they still call me fresh meat, which is funny. Um, I The reason I was interested in the position, I started the very first of July. So probably right about the same time you were coming in there. We It was only the first or second week that you came in. And um, anyhow, going back, I was looking, the job was opened up to me about a month previous and I was interested in it because of my previous job. And I was looking to just expand a little bit more. I also am a great lover of wine. I am studying for my certified sommelier and I will be taking that exam in November. So it was also a way to kind of help get some more fun wine events. And as you noticed on our events at the Kentucky castle, we are doing just that. Indeed. Yeah. You all have a nice, lineup of events it's i've been following along because i've passed by uh (laughs) castle i mean my entire life you know which is what so many people say yes i I drove by it all the time but i've never been in (laughs) right i mean it's because we weren't for the longest time no one really was allowed in and then there was that odd transition where it was being sold and then it was uh, it was like a bed and breakfast, I think, there for a while, and then it caught fire, and then it was sold again. And it's just yes. kind of, I mean, it definitely has a big history behind it. So, and being able to drive by it, it was one of those, I just can't wait to go. And so the event that I'm talking about, I got, they, the Kentucky Castle did a You Pick Lavender Harvest event, mm-hmm. um, and it was a lot of fun. I'm so glad you all were able to do that, even with in the midst of the pandemic. <laughs> yes, that it was that we were able to do it because just being able to get out, and I did not realize that the castle was that. I mean, you know, it's big, but I didn't realize it had that much acreage behind it with the farm yeah. and everything. It it is really impressive. And did you see what is going on? So the farm, not only with the garden and the beehives and the goats, but then the expansion of what we're doing with the equestrian side of it. So that big barn that you were probably not allowed in because it needs a little TLC is getting all of that love and care. And we're going to be doing hosting equine programs, seminars, um, looking for camps, just some really fun things. Uh, One of the other event coordinators, Lindsay, is also an avid horse person and she is going to be helping to really instrument those and grow that way. Wow. Well, that's, Mm -hmm. that is really cool. Now we, we did head out there to the, um, to the farm and checked it out 
um, after we picked, picked the lavender. And it's really cool. And the, so, yeah. and that's just that other experience that, because everything you all offer pretty much, we have not eaten there. But I know from what I've seen on the website and what you all were telling us while we were there, I mean, you grow what was um, going to be on the table, which is a pretty, that's a pretty cool, pretty cool yes. deal. Yeah, we are, um, Matt Dawson, one of our owners, is very much, you know, what you eat is what you are and how you, the things that you eat and how they're cared for also is how is what makes you up. So it is an all-encompassed of just trying to not only making a first-class area to come stay for a weekend, but also introducing and keeping the community strong and supporting the general health of the visitors that come see us and and dine with us. That's a pretty powerful statement. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, we went we walked out there and checked out the farm. Uh my son is he's 3. So he loved getting to he helped pick some of the chicken eggs. And uh-huh. he got to visit the with the goats. So he had a blast. That was right. that was a lot of fun. And I yes. did not know that you all were adding I saw the barn back there, but mm-hmm. I was not not aware of that. So that is really that's exciting. I'll have to I'll have to keep an eye on that. And I know like we've got uh you all ha- were doing the mystery dinners like last year. I think was when they kind of started. And I had talked with my wife about going because you all had announced you were going to be doing more of them this year. Now, of course, it's going to be the uh, socially distanced stuff. So by the time I looked, because I paused for like three minutes, they're like all sold out. It's crazy. Keep your eyes peeled because we are going to be adding some more dates um, past November. But, yes, they are sold out through November. That's But that's awesome. Oh, to November, yeah. Absolutely. It's great because the team that comes in to do the murder mysteries, they are the largest on this side of the Mississippi and they have a great time. They enjoy it. Um, It's just it's fun that you have somebody that's there every week and is still so passionate about what they're doing when they come. to us. Right. And now you all do. It's I mean, it's a whole um, dinner as well. Right. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. a it's a pairing and the mystery and it's still the same as. If I were going to go and eat there, the food is prepped and prepared there. It's not a catered event. Correct. We have two separate kitchens. We have our restaurant kitchen, restaurant and a hotel, and then we have our events kitchen. So we have two separate chefs, too. Um, Jason is our main chef on the restaurant side, and Wade is our event chef. And I'm sorry that I escaped their last names at the moment. I think it's Wade Grinstead. But Wade (laughs) Wade is is very... um, he, he loves doing the stuff. Um, we're getting some more event dinners going. So, and he also like when the we're doing the Harry Potter dinners and we actually had them in the greenhouse. So during the setups, I was able to watch outside because the greenhouse is obviously open on the sides where you can see through the, the glass and Wade would come out before, you know, as he's prepping food and just be cutting stuff out of some of the garden areas that we had just in the, inside the castle walls. Cause some of those um, cleaning pots, so it's just really cool to see even, I mean, it's not just the restaurant, it's the events. Everything is makes a wholesome full circle with our property. Right. How long have you been in event planning? So my, um, 
I started, like I said, July 1st here. I was previously working as a wine manager for the Liquor Barn. And through Liquor Barn, which I worked about two and a half years, I started a wine club and wine events. So if you want to look at it that way, because I coordinated all those, I guess we could say, you know, a little over two years. So, But what... I've always hosted dinners. Ah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> well, and so, I mean... What would you say is the most important thing to you of being an event coordinator? What is it that just makes it? Being with the castle um, has just been a different eye-opening thing because it's an all-encompassing. We have, you know, we work with an event that goes through, we have to work directly with the hotel. We have to work directly with the kitchen, the restaurants, you know, the front gates to let them know. It. So it's been a really um, new perspective, I guess, is the only way I can word that one. Um, what I love, my favorite thing about doing the events is being able to expedite the service elements of this is the moment to shine. <laughs> you have you have to make this work. And so coordinating like down to when we start plating in the back to bringing the food out to um for events that that are dinners now as far as an event outside of a dinner same thing you want to make sure at that moment the people that are enjoying that event don't know anything about the inner workings that went on behind it right yep and 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 i mean i can say now granted i came in totally blind because i'd never been there before however Mm -hmm. from that aspect of never having been there, never done anything before. Everything behind the scenes had been obviously fine-tuned because we didn't have any hiccups. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said for uh, for something like that because there's a whole lot. You don't, like you were saying, you've got more than just, it's not just a meal that's going on. You've got the hotel, you've got another mm-hmm. event, you've got people arriving. There's there's a lot, but, uh, and do you ever, do you get to just stand back? Have you ever gotten a moment to be able to stand back and go, ah, look how cool this is. (laughs) Absolutely. Once, once all the main things are taken care of, you get to be like, all right. And then you walk around and get to just table touch and make sure everybody's having a good time. But the way I'm looking forward to, we're, we're trying to put together some really interesting things for the rest of this year. And then that will transfer over to next year. That one thing I'm super, super excited about is working on doing a plain air paint out, which is something in the painter's world. It's or properly pronounced would be plein air. Mm-hmm. And it is alfresco painting. So you have painters that can come around and it's really hot in the artist community. I have attended one a long time ago in Florida and absolutely fell in love because you there's a host site and you go out. And painters are are set around and they're painting under their tents of different scenes. And what they do is they offer those items that they've just painted for sale. There's competitions with like a quick draw. Um, you get not only your local, your community arts artists, but you get outside. And the artists will also do some demonstrations. So to have an event like that, when I can get all the irons done and host it, I'm going to be just it'll be so much fun because it's something so different and the artists really make the event in the fact of what they're producing and what they bring for sale so selection process of making all that come together will be a lot of fun 
yeah, and that, I think community is really going to be excited once they know what it is. You know, it's always that factor of wait, what is that? What is that called? <laughs> what does that entail? Do I have to paint? No, I'm not going. You right. know, um, educating the public and getting it to where we support our community arts on top of that. And that's uh, that's a a really good point of because you do have to educate an audience like. Like I was saying, having never been there before, I had to kind of figure out what was what exactly I'm looking at, and you all do a great <laughs> job of doing that. And with the um, like the artist deal, I work with a performing arts theater, and uh-huh. there's that whole thing. It's always educating your audience. What yes. is it that you are expecting your audience to see, and try to help them find that answer? What is? <laughs> But but that's the fun part because you get to try a lot of different things. Yes. Um, and you, I mean, you all are churning out. If anybody that's listening, if you have not checked out the Kentucky Castle, they are they churn out a new uh, like a, a new event announcement at least twice a week. I'm going to say because uh, I mean you all have been been cranking them out. It's pretty good. And one yeah. of the one of them that. I would like to try is the barrel painting, the barrel head painting. Yeah. Another great event where you get a little bit of art involved and what a fun, I mean, if you go to buy, for instance, at liquor barn, we sold barrel heads that had, you know, you had them engraved or modern, you could get them done. And they were like, at least I know the cheapest I want to say was like one twenty five, Um, and then you go up when you do your own, your own work on it and get it. And I don't, I cannot come up with a word for what I'm trying to say. It's not engraved because it it's etched on or sketched on. And, you know, here you get to come in and do this event and make your own and take it home and hang it on your wall. Right. Well, and there it's that, that ownership and a connection, more of a connection to do it. And there's that, and there's a memory behind it. Absolutely. There's that's a big thing. I when I think of an event coordinator, I mean that's you know an event coordinator is essentially a person who is helping infuse memories in those that are attending. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and that's that's a staple. And it's not just what you did, what you take home, or what you ate. It's the experience you had that will last forever instead of the food. You know, exactly. it is the experience and the feeling you took away from there. Well, that and, you will remember. And I love the the tagline that is on your all's website. Once in a lifetime experiences offered daily. I yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's exactly cuz we had never, you know, I know I keep going back to that, but I'd never been and I got to yeah. take my son and okay. yeah, yeah. we went out and walked through the fields, we picked out the lavender then we got to visit the farm and we it was just it was something and especially it's probably even more meaningful right now having with covid going on and we had been you know stuck at home for a, quite a bit and hadn't been able to get out and then that was offered so yes. that was you know that was really a neat way to be we got out and we got to do something totally new and we got to do it together and you all right. offer that, which is which is great. That's that's not something you can always get everywhere. And I guess that's kind of what I like that you all you all really offer multiple experiences that can fit anybody. Yes, 
It's not and just one sided. No, and on our Eventbrite, you know, for one in the restaurant, you can always make your always make your reservations. It just streamlines the whole process. But if you're doing the events and you sign up on Eventbrite, as you discovered, you know, we offer like if it's a dinner, a table for two, table for three, table for four. So you can make sure to bring your during this time, like bring your household, your family members that you want to be with there. And then you can also buy individual tickets. And as far as we're trying, like you said, with our tours, you know, you can go, we can do outdoor tours and you kind of, you don't have to be exposed if you don't want to be. So there's, there's just many options with today's time and not being able to interact with all your friends and family to make a, a, a very safe interaction. Right. Uh, so with the social or physical distancing going on, what's the challenge that you've faced most. I mean, you're like, you just started in here at the Kentucky Castle in July, and mm-hmm. you've started in the midst of a pandemic. <laughs> exactly. So, you, that was, That's you a already great got time to hire an event person, right? Yeah. Got, <laughs> you, you got quite a few challenges thrown at you from the start, but yeah. I, a challenge also offers opportunities. Yes. So you know, what what are you seeing? Is there anything coming out of this that you think you're going to hang on to as an event coordinator going forward that you can that's going to be a better benefit for the events? We are creating a little bit more, I would say, of the intimate experience instead of just a because we have a limited amount of people we can have in at a certain time, you know. To be very honest, our, the challenge is selling tickets. So we're what we're going to be doing is because our ticket numbers have to be capped at a certain point. So if we have, well, we can only have 40 people in a certain area because of the way we have to set tables up or because of how the, the room is, we can only put so many people in there. Well, then we have to get creative moving there and create what we're going to start doing is creating some smaller, more frequent, just like you have your yoga classes, as you see it, you know, we do our fitness classes as an ongoing throughout the year. You know, some of the, the sip and Sundays that we started, we don't want to get more than 20 because we don't want to lose that person, the personable feeling. You know, if we got it to where we could fit as many people in, you wouldn't have that one-on-one contact and which is something we're striving, you know, nobody can get so much anymore. The other thing with the weddings, because on top of the events you see that go out through the social media, we also are, I'm working on four different weddings right now. Oh <laughs> so, my gosh. And I'm just one of the ECs. So we still have that going on in the background too, of creating that special day for them, despite some of the restrictions, you know? So it's, it is a juggle and a struggle, but at the same token, just focusing on trying to make the best experience for them is, and making it where they'll remember it. And yes, and then because even like when I was looking for the looking at the um, the mystery dinner theater, and I was uh-huh. looking at it because I I knew well it's going to be capped. And I mean they had been doing them last year. I don't know what the cap was last year, but it had to have been a lot higher than what it is now. Yeah. But I, I told my wife, I was like, well, we will for sure get a table to ourselves because <laughs> yep. you all can't mix anybody together. And yep. 
so it it makes it not only like a romantic night out. Well, I mean, I, uh, romantic with murder thrown in, and you know, it depends on your <laughs> your style. <laughs> and, yes, uh, you know, like and there's that connection there. It but it makes it more intimate. So there's you know there's that there's always a give and take, and I I always try to look for the positive and everything if I possibly can. Uh, right, and I so. Being able to do something I've never done before, and I don't have to worry about, well, I'm going to be sitting with somebody that I don't know, right? and then get to do it. There's, I think there's a lot of positive for that. And I I, do. I think yeah. it fits. Now, granted, I mean, I talk like I know you all firsthand, but <laughs> it's just, I mean, it, but it does, the Kentucky Castle, it just does seem more intimate. Because when you're on the grounds... You realize, yes, this castle is massive, but it's also very intimate. Yep. What do you all have? You yep. got fifteen rooms? Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there's not there's not very many rooms. It's no. fifty five acres, sure, but it's all it's still pretty. Everything is so intimate. So offering those intimate moments and those memories and experiences, it's there's. There's a lot to be said for that that you can't get everywhere. Right. No, it's it very, um, and like you said, moving to, to stay with moving forward is, is having that luxury of knowing, well, it's just going to be me and my wife or me and my husband that we can have that date night and feel, because when you're in there, it even though it's huge, but once you get inside, if you, I don't know if you were able to walk through the inside, you do you have to remember that was built as a residence originally. That was somebody's home. You don't have this feeling of it being this massive, you know, cold. It is, it's very warm and it, it, it feels like a home when you're in there. So we don't want to lose that touch. Right. We did not get to walk through it because of the, at the time, everything was still pretty much locked off yeah. trying to keep the uh, guests yeah. from the hotel guests and and everything. So, but yeah. we peeked through the windows, if that counts, and it looked really cool. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. <laughs> we're going to have to, I've got to, I've got a whole list of things because I, I want to go and stay sometime and I definitely want to go and eat. And yep. then I want to go back for another event sometime. So I'll just have to take I'll have to take my recorder with me and do a podcast every single time that I go there. So I love it. I'll be looking for you <laughs> and I'll be saying, "Hey, come over here and talk to me." Perfect. You just let me know when you're coming. Uh, I've got now one more question. I okay. I had a guest on here. Her name is Emily Carell. A couple of episodes mm-hmm. ago, and she just graduated in May for to be an event coordinator. Okay. That's that's what she's what she is going into. And so she's trying to start everything up and what would be your what would be your best piece of advice for Emily and anybody else that uh during this time trying to start in the let's say in the event community. Uh I would get a a strong backing first. I mean, I would definitely work with somebody that's well established. Like the um, Kentucky so, Castle. Yes. Or yeah. Yeah. somewhere where you know that you have a lot of opportunity within, like what, why you asked me in the very beginning, 
what got me into this or why I was. And my response was because I wanted to have more ability, more opportunity in creating events and being creative, you know, coming up with, hey, wouldn't it be fun if you think about a fun day for yourself and you're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to be able to do that? Well, if you say that, figure out how you can make that event happen yourself, you know, and what you want it to be like. And that's where the castle at where I was previously, it, I just focused on wine events and I was kind of limited in where I was. Whereas here, you know, we do art things, we do dinners, we do outdoor stuff, we do garden, you know, you name it and we're going to be doing it. And I am a person that feeds that creativity. Now she is, that's, it's going to work really well for her of trying to figure out what, how to make that day better and then cover all the details and keep your ears open and listen. That sounds great. That sounds great. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today, and I am going to be um, – I keep an eye out on all the uh, the events that are coming up because I'm, I'm like – and I'm definitely going to have to keep an eye out on those uh, – the murder mystery dates because yeah. when, when, they, when they drop again, I'm going to have to grab them fast because yeah. <laughs> I, I blinked and they were all gone. I was like, no. That so, was that was Harry Potter too. Or Harry Potter, we went the same way. We posted it. I think it was sold out by the end of the day. I think was- my my mother has a friend that uh, that attended it and loved it. And Good. Now, is that the first time you all have done the Harry Potter? Or did they do that last year? No, they did that last year. Um, this year was a little tougher, obviously. But next year, we're already working on some new, some really cool things. So I would, I'm I, next year's gonna. I, I don't want to say redeem itself because we don't know what 2021 will bring, right. but we will. If we, if if it's possible, we've got some really cool stuff that's going to be going on. And and the lavender, uh, you pick lavender event is going to mm-hmm. return, right? It will, and I don't I don't know if you saw, but we had a lavender pairing dinner later after that event, and that should be held a little bit closer, and maybe we'll do. One or more events, but yes, the lavender event will definitely return. And if you get the shot to come to that lavender dinner too, it was it was really nice. I was going to ask how how it was. It looked really cool. We we were yeah. not able to make it, but like the lavender, the lavender honey I've got here in the kitchen, and I love it. And yeah. uh, which the honey is, I mean, it is harvested from the castle, right? It's from the bees. It is. Yeah, we have our own hives. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's pretty cool, and the the shortbread cookies; those were delicious. It was it was just a lot of fun. We are we're mm-hmm. definitely planning on on returning next year. Yeah. You all can just plant lavender all the way down that front field there. <laughs> I'll take a whole lot of it. So. Yeah, I know. I would. I went out there and just stood in the field, and it just it's like, oh, that was a great five minute break of relaxation. Yes. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Thanks again for coming on today, and hopefully I'll be seeing the Kentucky Castle soon. Awesome. We look forward to having you back, and just like I said, let me know when you're coming, and I will love to come and help you out or show you around or do whatever we can do. That sounds excellent. I will be sure to do that. All right, Justin. Thank you so much. Thank you. Once we stopped recording, I realized I had made a mistake. And for all of you that have been listening, you know that I always ask a question of my guests. Have they ever been to Dollywood? I was so wrapped up in our conversation, I completely forgot to ask. I beg your forgiveness. 
And I beg Amanda's forgiveness, too, because I didn't get to ask her live. So I had to reach out to her afterward and say, Hey, I forgot to ask you if you'd ever been to Dollywood. She has not been. So, Amanda, hey, at some point you've got to go, too. I had a first trip to the Kentucky Castle, so you've got to have a first trip to Dollywood. Everybody's got to have a first of something, right? Be sure to check out the Kentucky Castle at thekentuckycastle.com and check out all of their events that they have coming up. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram at the Kentucky Castle. Hopefully we'll make it back up there soon for one of their other events. Uh, fingers crossed I can do that and snag a table. Yes. And if you're going... Tell them Justin sent you from Snapshots Made Yesterday. Be sure to connect with me on Twitter at Snapshots Made, on Instagram and Facebook at Snapshots Made Yesterday. And remember, those Snapshots Made Yesterday are the memories for tomorrow. Thanks for listening.